0: Hello everyone, hope everyone is doing well on this wonderful Sunday afternoon. I am finally starting to do my first episode on my podcast. I know a lot of people have been waiting and keep asking, when are you going to post, when are you going to post? It's a very nerve-wracking thing, I have to tell you that right now. It's, It's very, my nerves are going, but we'll get through it. So I just want to start off with where I'm from, you know, what I'm about, and we'll just go from there and just roll with it. And if y'all ever have any questions, comments, anything, you can message me on here. You can also become a supporter on here, and I will be doing weekly episodes, so that way y'all can look forward to having an episode either every Sunday or every Monday, and It'll just take off from there, hopefully. So, I am 27, From originally from California. I moved to Texas when I was 13. Yeah, I was about 13. And um, I'm a mom of two. And, yeah, just trying to make it out here in this world. So, we... I started this podcast to, um, to just, you know, get my story out there because I know that there are a lot of moms, I know there are a lot of kids, you know, even still going through the same thing I went through, you know, as a kid. There's moms, you know, that can relate that go through the same thing. You know, we're we're all human beings out here and it's just, that's just how life is. You know, we got to respect one another and, you know, spread love and not hate. But on to my life story. Well, I'll tell you all my life story and then after I get done with telling my story, it may be a couple of episodes and then we'll go into just everyday life and what y'all think I should talk about and all that. So, I was born in California with my, obviously, by my mother. Duh. We all know that. Um, my mom had custody of me for a while, I believe, and then my grandma took over until she passed away in 1994, so it is only two years, you know, that I had with her, and she took care of me for those two years excuse me my throat she took care of me for those two years and then she passed away in 94 and then um, I don't know I believe that I had went back and forth you know between you know my mom and my uncle and my brothers were with my uncle and Yeah, just, my life just, it's kind of like a little gypsy child is what I tell everybody. Um, I was trying to gather my thoughts. When I was six, I had moved in with, um, my grandma's best friend. They were, uh, registered nurses together, and... She had, you know, told my grandma that, you know, if anything were to happen, you know, she would take care of me because they knew that the life I would live without my grandma wasn't a very good quality of life for a kid, I guess. So I moved in with her, and I was with her from 6 to 12, and there were some of the most amazing Moments, and there were some moments that broke me as a child. Um, there, it was just it was a roller coaster those six years, but um, actually it was seven years because I moved in with her when I was five. Excuse me, sorry, At that age wrong. But um, I started riding and showing horses. And I got my first horse at... I got my first horse at the age of six. His name was Pepper. That was his bar name. His show name was Futurities Tabasco. He was... Oh, man. I'll start crying if I talked about him too much, but... He was my rock star. Like, that horse was my everything. And, uh... I we showed, and we went to Nationals one year in 2003, and he had gotten sick, but um, we just, we had a great, great run as a team. We were one of the greatest, like, matches as a team, like, competitively, we just, we were just, you know... The team that went out there and gave it our all and left the arena—you know—just happy that we got to experience it together. And uh, through those seven years, I had endured some abuse, and it wasn't—it wasn't your typical everyday thing that you see, obviously. Um, it was very scary. It was, this is the first time I'm actually openly, publicly talking about it. I've told, obviously, like, some friends and everything about it, but I haven't told, you know, a wide range of people. And it just, it rocked my world as a kid. Because, you know, those are your most crucial parts of your life, and so I grew up, you know, thinking that, you know, what I was going through was okay, and that, you know, every other kid, you know, went through it. I was, you know, bullied all throughout those years because I just, I just didn't look like your average rich kid, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't a rich kid, and that's not where I came from. I came from you know the valley El Centro you know a lot of people looked down where I lived at the time if they found out where I truly was from and uh there was a couple of people still to this day that I remember in elementary school that were just so hateful and it it truly scares me for my kids you know, it's just, people are just getting so hateful, you know by the year it's just by the day, by the th- it's just, it's getting bad but um, I finally got the guts to open up about the abuse because there was always you know just threats made if I had ever told anyone you know, what was going to happen to me, so I just, I was scared, and I looked at my mom, I'll never forget, I was sitting in her boyfriend's recliner, and she was sitting at the dining room table, which was behind me, eating, and I looked at her, and I was laughing, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, can relate, I laugh when I'm nervous, and so, um, I was looking at her, and I laughed when I told her, and she's like, you're joking, and I said, No, it's it's true. Like I have scars on me and um it was right after one of the worst beatings that I had gotten from her. And um I showed my mom my back and there was just it's kinda like scratch marks across my back. Um just very it was just it didn't feel good and it was very painful it just didn't look okay and so for once in my life my mom stood up for me because during those seven years nobody knew that I had you know gone through sexual abuse as well and nobody ever saved me from it and I can't really blame anybody because I I didn't say anything because I was so afraid, and so I was just so happy that my mom I was like, she's finally sticking up for me, like I was I was like, wow, like she's actually being a mom because, you know before then it was you know, always the drugs and it's just she's not that person now but, um It just, it's always been the drugs before anything. And so she finally stood up for me and we got CPS involved and everything. But because of where the abuse took place, they couldn't do anything. I would have to fly to where it took place to do something. And, you know, we just didn't have the money to go through all that. Which I just thought it was just so bizarre, you know, because it's like, your system that's supposed to protect these children, and granted it's another state, but this is a child's life, you know. So it was just very up and down, like just all the time, and I would remember, you know, crying for my mom. You know, after some of the abuse and just, you know, bawling, just wanting her to come save me, but she couldn't save herself, so how could she save me, you know? And it just, like I said before, it rocked my world as a kid because as I got older, I realized, you know, I'm not supposed to be treated like this. Like, this isn't okay. Why why is it me? Why did I get chosen out of all these kids, you know? I just... It just boggles my mind. But in the same token, like, I wouldn't wish that on any kid. You know? But as a child, when you're asking, you know, why me? You know, you don't... You just think of, you're wanting to get out of that pain. You're wanting to... All the suffering and all the mental strain to go away because you just don't know how to express it because as a child you know when you're in that situation you have no say in anything at all so it just it definitely taught me a lot being younger I grew up quick and you know I've always had a thick skin because of that And, um, in a way, I'm, I'm glad I went through what I did, but in another way, I'm not. Because, you know, yeah, it made me who I am, but did I really have to go through all that to get to be who I am? Most likely, because you have to be what I think broken completely down before you can build yourself back up and be stronger than ever and that's what happened is I got so broken down that I had no choice but to go up and that's where I think a lot of things you have to have a very 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 strong mind to get through tough times that break you because if not it's not good I am so I believe that I'm going to conclude my first episode that was my first part of my life story um from the age of 5 to about 12 um there is a lot more still to come and um I just you know pray that y'all stick with me and just follow my story and just become a supporter and we will get through this together you can always send me a message if you need someone to talk or need an ear to listen um, I'm here, and so, um, I hope y'all enjoy it, and that is it, and have a wonderful Sunday and a great week. Bye-bye, y'all. I also wanted to add that, um, this is my very first episode of an actual, like, 15-minute segment, so, um, I know there are flaws It will get better with time, and my next episode will be hopefully better. But um, again, y'all have a wonderful night and a great week.